Yes, sir. It's your boy Keys Ali across the screen from me. I got my homie Nico smoking. You got to lock in to the Ali and Smoke Show. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely does something for my self esteem. Oh, yeah. It definitely does something for my self esteem. Let me tell you, you think I had the big head before I got it now, motherfucker. Nico yeah, yeah. Smoke, how you doing, man? I'm doing fine, sir. How about yourself? Doing great. Before we go any further, I have a special request. Gracie, hello. She wanted, she wanted to make sure that she said, Dad, shout me out. So I'm going to shout out at the beginning. But listen, darling, at this point, you need to go ahead and cut it off because we're going to get into some other stuff. All right, Nico, how you doing today, man? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Had a good week. Had a good New Year. Had a good Christmas. How about yourself, sir? Christmas and New Year. Random sounds. Come on, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> Christmas and New Year, man. Uh, Christmas. I had a great Christmas. Uh, good time. Good time. My uh, my best friend actually had his baby um, a couple weeks before Christmas. So hey, man. we both have newborns now. Yeah, yeah man. Shout out to we Mike, man. New, we both have newborns now. So it was, it was really cool. Just um, this this Christmas season has all been about babies. So I had a good time, man. What about you? Did you, get, did you get what you wanted for Christmas, man? Uh, I, di- I didn't really want nothing. I, I didn't want anybody getting me anything, but that's not how this works. Um, it's not how this works, man. I got uh, I got a dope ass robe. I I I had welcome to, to the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I wanted to mention it to my wife. I was like, look, man, I don't want nothing. All I want is all I want is to drink co- coffee in a robe, house slippers, watch my babies open up their gifts, and be happy. That's you it. Wanted, That's all I want. Look like a single mom on Christmas. Got it. <laughs> Absolutely, nigga. You know what I mean? Clutching myself and everything, man. I had a little cup, all that stuff, and I mentioned it. Just, just saying that. You know what I mean? Just, just blowing smoke, and uh, <laughs> and so you know, like fucking, like the day before, um, the wife was like, "Here, there's a robe, and I got a dope ass." Uh, Harry Potter cauldron coffee mug, which I thought mm-hmm. was fucking awesome. It is fucking fire. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, fire. man. Like, you know what I mean. I it it was a bunch of little things, but it was little things that mattered, man. I'm gonna ask you the question that I asked in one of our group chats, man. What did you get yourself for Christmas this year? I didn't. Get That's myself, important. I didn't give myself anything. You bro. still haven't got anything? What the fuck, man? Nah, I, I mean, I'm I'm not that type of person. I'm a giver. So but like you got to take care of self, self care. Nah, for sure, for sure. I don't know, bro. I don't even know where they would be. Like, if you got, I haven't. You got until our next episode to get yourself something for Christmas. Man. I, I haven't. I haven't. Anything. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what I want to even buy. Yeah, new fedora, motherfucker. You the fedora that's, man now. That's true, nigga. I see this <laughs> orange one, nigga. See? I was like, yo, get yourself a new fedora, fam. <laughs> yeah, get yourself man. a new fedora. I do that. I got my. I went and um, purchased uh, some skills classes. I guess is what the best way I can say it. Okay. Um, I wanted to sharpen my skills. I think we put out a lot of dope shit last year. A lot and, of dope um, shit. A lot of dope shit, and I feel like I need to brush up my skills. A lot of stuff that we've been doing. Um, I can only speak for myself, but um, it's been trial and error. It's been hey, let's try it. Oh, that didn't work out. Next time we do it, we're gonna do it this way. Oh, that worked out. Oh, no, it didn't. It's been a lot of trial and error with shit, and just doing it. So now I think it's time to uh, hone in those skills, make those skills a little bit better, make our presentation a little bit better. Like this here, this uh, Ali and Smoke, this is literally just 
us trying shit, see what it looks like. It looks good. We kept it and we're rolling with it. But yeah. I feel like, you know, um, when I got myself some, some skills, some classes, uh, a couple mm-hmm. of courses um, on social media, on graphic design, on branding, on marketing. And hopefully in this new year, you guys, you know, you, you're going to see a lot of new shit popping out based off of just those classes. So I gifted myself, you know, some skills, man. That's that's fucking incredible. Hey man, just trying to be a better person. Trying to be hey, a better person, man. Hey man, that is fucking incredible. Do you know what I mean? This year should be all about focus and elevation. Gotcha. Any any resolutions? Are you are you a resolution man? I used to be. Um, I used to be, but I'm still working on I'm still trying to work on a resolution that I've had for like five years now. And that What's is that? to learn Latin and learn how to play the piano. Latin is a dead language, my friend. Yeah, but it's our origin. It's literally the origin to how we speak right now. And that's yeah. the only reason why I want to learn it. Like, that's it. I want to understand why, Um, just to explain to people how my brain works, I want to understand why we say the things that we say, in which we say them. I took Latin in ninth grade. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, you go into the eighth grade. I don't know if you remember because it's been a long time ago. But uh, when, you, when you go from the eighth grade to the ninth grade, they give you that little packet when in the, the guidance counselor's like, so next year you get to pick what classes you want. Yeah. And I seen like Spanish, French. I said, nah, I want to go take Latin. I don't know why the fuck I pick Latin, fam. I don't know. Uh-huh. I barely passed that class. D's get diplomas. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. D's get diplomas. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I took Latin and um, I don't remember shit from it. Let me tell you what really disconnected me from that class. Like day two or three, she was like, I know that Latin's a dead language. And I was like, What? So like people don't speak Latin anymore. Like, the fuck am I here for then? Like <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. to me, I kind of tapped out at day three, but I took Latin and I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. Um yeah. anything else with the new year before you get into our get into the bag? <laughs> nah, man. I, I think we covered it. Gotcha. I will say for uh me. For Ali and Smoke for the new year, man. We just hope to continue to bring you guys some amazing content that you guys like, share, and subscribe. Should I do that? Like, share, and subscribe to our content. Um, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Uh, we do a lot, a lot of stuff for our independent music scene around here in South Carolina. So we hopefully, um, with this year, our goal is to take that to the next level. You know, Shop Cyphers is coming later on this month in January. We got, uh, we're working with a couple of producers, working with a couple of DJs on more content skits, short-term and long-term. Oh, actually, we had a conversation the other night with uh, Dots, man, who needs to yeah, put some fucking to music out. He needs shout to put some fucking Dots. music out. Yeah. But uh, we had a conversation with Scott, I mean, Scott, with Dots about uh, doing uh, a short-term, is it series, I guess, is what we were talking about. Man. Yeah, yeah, like trying to do a little series or something. So we might do, so we might do a series this year. Just know that... Um, a lot more content is going to come. We're not stopping. We're not slowing down. To all you other content, I'm right in the camera. To all you other content creators out there, listen, man, get in your bag because we're not slowing down. Play catch up. Get with us. I think, and I'm, I'm going to talk my shit a bit. I yeah, haven't man. seen, I, I think we're the content creator kings of 2022. Go so ahead. We put out fucking records. I think personally, I just ain't even Nick. I shot like three music videos and I ain't never shot a music video in my life. I shot three <laughs> this fucking year. You know what I'm saying? I think all three of them came out beautifully. Yeah. Um, we put a record out this fucking year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shop Cyphers this year. Uh, we did the end of the year panel that we can get to it later on the day. We got yeah. the panels that we did this year. Uh, hey, what else, man? What else we fucking do this year? We shot skits uh, for a couple of the things that we yeah. did. Documentaries, mini docs. 
Uh, yeah. This year, last year, we did the fucking show. We did the, we did a COVID show last year. Yeah. Whole virtual show last. Nick, catch up. Catch yeah. the fuck up. Hey, catch man. the fuck up. That's it's all, all about separation. Catch all the about fuck separation. up. It's all That's about separation. It's all about separation, man. All right, man. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that. No, no, no. I got to hear the air. Nigga, call this out. I don't pop my shit enough. Nigga, call this out. I sit back too much. They don't pop my shit. I just want to tell you other content creators, you know what I'm saying? Get out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Simple as that. Let's get to the first topic, though. Tory Lane's trial. What you think oh, about Tory yeah. Lane's trial, man? Man. Feel bad about the king, man. This shit is all over the place, man. All over the damn place, bro. It's like... Free Tory. So it's backwards. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> you felt one way going in. Then, during the whole trial, it's shit fucking everywhere. You know what I mean? Then you felt like he was going to get off. But then he was found guilty on everything. Oh, everything. Well, not every, yeah, yeah, it was, it was everything. everything wasn't it? All counts. All all counts. I think he had three of them. It was all counts of it. His DNA wasn't on the gun, but I think they said uh, the gun residue from it going off was on him and the Kelsey chick. The Kelsey chick was on stand, pretty much incriminating herself and not incriminating herself. That damn perjury trial. It, they got to bring her up for perjury. Nah, she had immunity. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think Kelsey is the real winner here. Yeah, I think oh, Kelsey is the real winner here. 100%, fam. 100%. Because Tory's reputation is done. That shit is shot. Meg's reputation is shot. Like, the Kelsey chick is shot, but nobody know who the fuck she is, so it don't even matter. Place, don't matter. You know what I mean? Don't, like it don't matter. It's just it's just a fucked up situation. All the biggest through. winner out of this is Kelsey. The biggest loser yep. out of this is my man, man. Um, his name just slipped my mind. Megan's boyfriend. Oh, party, party, partisan Fontaine. All right, party is the, the biggest loser in this situation, man. Yeah, because all her business got out on the street. All her business out on the street. And I love him, man. Like, I love his fucking music. I love what yeah, he writes for, for the female artists. Yeah. I hope he bounced back from this, but I hate to say it, other than Tori, he's the biggest loser in this situation, man. Yeah, man, because, you know what I mean? It show you, your woman out there before. I mean, we just did a blowing smoke where, you know what I mean? We was talking about different bodies and shit. Yeah. And, and for a lot of people, not me, but for a lot of people out there, that shit fucking matters. And to find out that she was out here, you know what I mean? The baby. Hunching on all, all types of niggas. Hunching on all these niggas. short niggas. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? She a short nigga chaser. You know what I mean? She a short nigga chaser. short niggas, man. You know what I mean? She been big all her life. So she said, you know what? I'm going to give me a little nigga. Put him hey, in my pocket. Napoleon complex. Yeah, man. Put him right in her tits. <laughs> nah, on a serious note, though, let me tell you my problem with celebrity cases, man. Uh, again, it's something that we already talked about in the past. Go back and check out those episodes and that content. But the um, my biggest problem with celebrity cases, my biggest problem with big media cases is it's very hard to shield the jurors. Like, I feel like every juror in this trial went into this trial knowing about it and already having their thought process made up. And I think a lot of them, uh, and I say this because it wasn't just like a rapper shot a rapper and we're going to trial. Megan went on like a fucking media run about how how bad she felt and that she was shy and that she was attacked. She had Maxine Waters 
signing fucking uh, uh 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 I forgot what the fuck it's called, but about uh domestic violence. She had our congresswomen behind her. She had Gail doing an interview. She lied. To, she lied to Gail, but she had Gail lied straight to her fucking face. These too. are mainstream like media personalities outside of music, outside of people that just know Tory Lanez and make the stallion for their music. She was on like Revlon. She got these big corporations that's like, oh Meg, woe is me for Meg. So the jurors to me went into the trial swayed. And when it comes to situations like that. I, I just like I think again I'm realizing I, I sound crazy talking about the American justice system, but it's it's flawed when it comes to that. Yeah, I don't feel like a, a judge, should, a one judge and jury should make the whole decision, but I feel like when it comes to jury selections, it's like in these type of cases, you it's not going to be fair. It's just not going to be fair, and we don't know everything that's going on inside the courtroom. We don't know every piece of evidence that that, that was presented, you know. But from what we do know, no DNA. Outside of Kelsey, the other the witness said that she saw, he saw a woman pop off. Yeah. So it's just like from us, from a public view of what we can see, Tori look fucking innocent as shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. But he yeah. hit with all three counts. It's just like, man, I'm not going to ride with his dad and say, fuck Jay-Z and fuck Rock Nation. Yeah. I'm not going that far because Jay-Z, he got so much other shit to worry about. Yeah, you know what I mean? He was not worried about that. He was all. not worried about it. But at the same time, I can understand his thought process behind it, saying she had these major brands, these major corporations, these major people on her side before the case even started. Yeah. So, and then Tory came out with a project, basically being Tory Lanez, the, the flyest nigga in the world, the flyest nigga in the room, so that didn't help his case either. No, I love the project. Don't get me wrong. Don't oh yeah, it's wrong. a beautiful project. I, play, I played that shit as soon as the verdict came down. I, I, I blasted Tory Lanez. I gotta get me a Tory Lanez vinyl back here. But, <laughs> but I'm a fan. I go fucking love, love Tory Lanez music. Yeah. But the, the cars were stacked against me. The cars were stacked against me. for sure, man. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, I was about to say something. And uh, I know this is a little bit off topic. I was about to say, pray for everybody involved and all that stuff like that. You know, we got to start normalizing in 2023. You don't have to pray for everybody involved. You ain't got to pray for everybody. I'm praying for Tory. I've never been a Make the Same fan, ever. Like, yeah. ever. Like, I'm, this ain't got nothing to do with Tory Lanez. As a matter of fact, we're going we're gonna to take Tory off the screen. This ain't got shit to do with Tory Lanez <laughs> at all. I've yeah. never been a Make the Stallion fan. Like, I don't think her music has ever been where people are putting her. I understand yeah. that we don't have that many female artists with that much notoriety. So she was propped up there, you know, along with the Nikki's and the Cardi's, then you got Meg. But you got other female artists that I feel like make better music. They keep it going a lot stronger than her. And I really feel like since this case, she hasn't had a hit. I feel like her career musically is, is maybe she can bounce back with it. Maybe she'll drop a fucking hit tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe. But, but, don't see that from Megastar. Uh, you know, you know, in the uh, the artist, you know, the album of the year panel, uh, which we'll talk about later, where I said, "Little baby, little baby has hit a wall for me," mm-hmm. and I feel like he can elevate past that wall. It's just mm-hmm. I just feel like he hit a wall right now with Meg. For a long time, she has hit that wall, and she's been blaming like Carl Crawford and the label and all these other people for the wall that she is hitting. And it's, it's really on her. And it makes me, 
it makes me really put in perspective, like with people like Meg, who is who is a superstar essentially. Uh, it makes me put in perspective how long Nicki Minaj's run was. Yeah, and how crazy it was that she was literally the only female artist that was holding shit down and was rapping with the men and on elite levels and all that shit and making good music for it, whether it was pop, R&B, rap. She was in all those lanes holding shit down. And then, through the bullshit. Yeah, and through all the bullshit, just for her to get to, to a point where there's a flood of female artists and then now everybody just wants to shit on her. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, it kind of puts me in that perspective. I'm going to tell you who made him to get with. Yo, I'm, I'm not going to hold you, fam. I'm not going to hold you. I didn't know you was going to get to that like that. But <laughs> I've been pying for a while, my G. Meg, a, a, a Meg the Stallion Gangsta Grills would be motherfucking fire, nigga. It would be. It would be. It would be. Absolutely let's talk, fire. Let's talk about why we put it up on the screen, though. Which one you want to go with? You want to go with the flyest niggas out of New York or the, or the, or the, the dopiest dope man in the world? <laughs> man, I'll start with Pusha T. I'll start with Pusha T, and I want go you to keep that same energy. Go, go to Pusha T. Go ahead, Gangsta Grills, Pusha T. I think it's going to be amazing. And Nico Smoke thinks if I hit one cocaine bomb out, <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of it. Even wow. though, even though, a Gangsta Grills project is where you should talk your cocaine talk. But I'm so, like, I'm so fucking done with Pusha T talking about cocaine and all the drugs that he sold. My nigga, you're not selling them no more. And no. I understand that you're not, and you can talk about memories and shit and use other people's memories. But nigga, you got a deeper life than this. You a better rapper than this. Like, you can't tell me a nigga that's old every time he dropped, he in conversation of, uh, rapper of the year because the nigga just dope like that. But it's like fam, it shit is just Nick, you just said the answer to it though, Nick. You just you just basically said the answer to what your problem is. Every time he dropped, he's in the top conversation. Every time he dropped, his shit sells. Every time he dropped, he charts on Billboard. Yeah, fam, but dropped, as a as an artist, you don't want to grow, my nigga. As you an artist, want... if it works, it works, nigga. I, I get it. I understand. But at some point, niggas going to turn on you because that's all they hear. They like, turn yet? They ain't turn yet, no, fam. They haven't. Fuck this shit, fam. If I can talk to Pusha T right now and be like, fam, you an, you an ill-ass fucking rapper. What's up with your life, man? It's working. Like, His answer going to be, it's working. Oh, of course, of, the nigga of be, course. He the but, flyest dope. Ra- I don't know about him because uh, what's his name? Westside Gun. That nigga. That nigga be getting off with the fly shit. But anyway, that, that's true. That is he one of the flyest, dopest rap, dope selling rappers we got, fam. He don't have yeah. to elevate, fam. He don't have to. That's crazy to me, fam. But why? It's working, the nigga. That's nigga, crazy. If man. you can pay your bill saying the same shit in a different way. You why would change? Why are you gonna change up and risk that, nigga? I get it, but at the same time, it's like yo, fam, this shit is. You gotta, you gotta move. No, he don't. He got you gotta to move, fam. You already said we talk about him as, as one a, of the greatest lyricists. 
I, I'm just talking as a fan. As a fan, I would like him to move the fuck on. One question: As a fan, are you going to listen to the Gangsta Grills? I'm going to press play, but I told you that's not matters to him. I told you <laughs> I'm going to press play, but at the first cocaine bar, I'm out. You know, Drum go come on that bitch. Drum go give you the first <laughs> cocaine bar. What is you talking about? Is yeah, we right. selling dope this time? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you already know what he going to come with. No, fam, that shit's crazy, man. The second one. The second one I'm a little confused about. I hope you can help me with the clarity on this one. Dipset. It's a Jewel's Santana Gangsta Grills or is it a Jewel's and Jimmy Gangsta Grills? From how I heard it, I thought it was a Jewel's Gangsta Grills. But See, yeah, I, I, I thought it was Jimmy and Jewel's. But that, that's the thing with Jimmy. If it's if it's some excitement coming on, he gonna attach himself. <laughs> right, he, Yo, Jimmy is the marketer of marketers, fam. Yeah, he gonna attach himself to it, and whether it's he on a couple records or the whole fucking thing with him, he gonna attach himself with it. Which is, I mean, he's always been the marketing guy for Dipset. He's always been the guy that put these niggas in the forefront and keep that shit alive. I don't know, I put niggas in the forefront. That's Cam. Slow your roll, fam. I, slow, I get what you. I roll, get what you, I. I get what you want to say, fam. I get what you want to say, okay. but Jimmy has held the torch down for Dipset for way longer than Cam has. I don't know about that, fam. Cam disappeared. A, like it, at one it point, it wouldn't be a Dipset if it wasn't for Cam, fam. Fam, it wouldn't be a Dipset if it wasn't for all all of it. I get if that, it wasn't but for, Cam kicked the door, fam, and they all respect Jimmy shit too. If it wasn't for Jimmy, Freaky Zicky. Cam, Jewels, like we gotta, we gotta remember. Outside of Cam, J- Jim wasn't really a rapper like that. No, nope. it was the muscle, but, the body. But the the nigga who really set off Dipset was Jewels. And then when Cam decided to go to Ohio and disappear on niggas, you know what I mean? He even sold Jewels contract to Def Jam for five million dollars and fuck this nigga. Uh, <laughs> like, we're not gonna and, do that. But we're what Jimmy was, the, we're not gonna dig into the walls of Dipset, fam. Not on my time. I, I, all I'm saying is, respect Jimmy the, is very, Jimmy is very good at marketing not only himself but Dipset, and he gonna make sure his little nigga gonna be straight out here. Quick what, question, right? You think you think Jim Jones is still pushing if it's trash? Yeah, hundred percent. That's okay. Let's take it. Let's take it away from Dipset for a second. Let's take it yeah. away from Dipset. Let's just talk about the homies. And the rapper, right? The rapper yeah. always gonna have two or three homies that's always gassing them and going. Yeah. Do you think that's flip it around? Let's make it even more human, human, humanistic. I think is the word I'm looking for. I'm the rapper. You the homie. I put out some trash shit. Are you still gonna run around here like I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread? All right, so I'm gonna give it to you like this. Okay. I'm gonna take you to another South Carolina guy, Charlamagne. Okay. When Jay-Z last did an interview at uh, the Breakfast Club, uh, uh, Yeezus was out. And Charlemagne was talking shit about Yeezus. And he was like, uh, you know, out of 10 records, it's probably four of them was good. And Hove goes, that's 40% of a record. That's good. Right? So I, I say that to say this. If that's your man's, you gonna keep going for it, like even though that forty percent was below fifty, nigga. Yeah. Like it was like below average. 
he still said it like that's my man's. That shit was good. So so you should say positive things, but you should not pour a whole bottle of gas on them. In, inside, inside the circle, behind closed doors, I'm letting you know that shit was that shit wasn't your best effort. Here's where you went wrong. But outside of them closed doors, nigga, go get my man shit. Go get my man shit. Cause I because I'm not gonna be I think I'm not, I think I think we're talking two different things. I'm not talking about just saying, go get my man shit. Yeah. I'm talking about the guys on the team that's making it seem like they nigga, they're guy, they're yeah. artists. Yeah. Now, it's the best thing smoking. You still going to go best got thing to. smoking. Got to. I, I can't I, roll, fam. Got to, fam. I can't roll. I can't. I'm going to go tell you. I'm going to go tell you. Go pick up my nigga Nico shit. Go get Nico. Go get Nico. Go get Nico. Go get Nico. But I'm not gonna attach that statement of this is the hardest shit ever. Go get Nico. I'm just gonna tell you, go get my man shit. You shopping? Go get my man shit. You in the well, store? Yeah, yeah. my man shit. Yeah. But I'm not gonna tell you this shit is the hottest thing smoking. It's the best thing ever. It's the best thing to come out of, of Greenville. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Well, I'm, doing I, it. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Jim gonna say that about Joel's because it's been a long time. It's been a long time since the nigga came out with a project. It's like one of the most anticipated hip hop like comebacks ever. Like, cause the at one point in time, the nigga who was saying he's the best rapper alive was saying that this nigga was equal to him. Yep. That was a good time to be alive. Bro. Mm, all we wanted was I can't feel my face out. That's all we that's wanted. All we wanted. It's all we all wanted. That's all we wanted. We I was played robbed. black Republicans five million fucking times because Damn. all I wanted was this project. We was robbed of a few things in life. One, we only seen sixteen games of James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving on the floor. That is insane to me. I know it's not music, but that's insane. I get it. I get it. I get it. That's insane in the culture. And two. We never got a little Wayne, Joel Santana in a prime album. And Joel's would tell you, he's done several interviews. It was on him. It wasn't on Wayne. I think Joel's story, the way it's been told, gives us the the idea to say that he's a bit lazy. Him... Lloyd Banks, it's a couple other people that fall in that. And they said they sell. It's not being disrespectful, but it's like if they would have put their Memphis bleep, if they would have put their self into it a little bit more yeah. other than relying on the number one guy, then their career would have been a, a little bit well, better. Well, Bleak's thing, Bleak's thing, it wasn't so much that he's lazy. Bleak's thing was Hove was like we was just saying. Gassing niggas up. Hove was like, this is the new and improved Jay-Z. And when he comes out, he's Memphis Bleak. It's not like, not saying that Memphis Bleak is bad by no means. Like, his albums was good. And the features that he did on uh, Reasonable Doubt, fantastic. But it's like, you see that and you know it's coming. And then the, the big homie goes, this is me, but better. But it comes out as, this is not you at all. It's just him, but because you put this stamp on him, we got this bar set up high for him, yeah, and man, he, he he meets an unattainable goal. That's why with Cole, your favorite rapper, mm-hmm. with Cole, he didn't do that at all. He just shut the fuck up and, and let Cole be Cole. 
That's mm-hmm. why that nigga is. He could have said, "This is a new and improved Jay." Mm-hmm. I'm glad or, you know what I mean. Or this nigga, this nigga is like literally. If you like Nas, this is a nigga who gonna rap just like the nigga, but gonna be more relatable to y'all. He could have said all of that. Yeah, but he didn't. He shut the fuck up. Put him on. Put him on a Star Is Born. Let him cook. Got on uh uh. Uh, Mr. New Watcher, whatever the song is, yeah. And then you know what I mean, just big them up in that way. So yeah, take a different approach. I got a quick question before we go to the next to the next uh, next topic. Who who is the best number two? But I say number in, two, like you got in, like you said, in a crew. Like yeah, who who has been the biggest number two that come out of a crew? Oh Jim gosh. is a number three that came out, and Jim is on fire. Sit like the last Jim's yeah, run's been he, crazy. His last 10 years has been insane. So Jim, we got Jim on that list. Who else is on? Who is the next big number two? Fuck me, man. That's so hard. so technically, technically, Wayne was a number two. Wayne was a number two. Because okay. it was juvenile. He wasn't really even a number two because it was juvenile, juvenile, BG. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like th- those was those was the niggas that was he literally got thrown on one of the biggest records ever because Birdman was like just throw the nigga on. Juvenile did not want him on that fucking record at yeah. all, but he got on there, he shined, and then that's what gave him five hundred so degrees out. That's two know? number threes. That's two number threes. Yeah. So who like, was the number two though? Fuck man, that's a good question. God, that's a great question. That's that's a great question. That's that's. A I can't great think question. of anybody else that, that comes to mind that came out of came out the back and outshined the first man. All right, but see, all right. So, if you think of aftermath and people that were signed to aftermath, shit, I can't even do that because it's more so a Dre thing. Because Dre wrote, Dev wrote, Pac was second. But Pac, I don't really. I don't, and a lot of people don't really consider Pop really being death row because it was six months and then he was dead. Yeah, I hate the way you yeah. said that, but yeah, I, I'm sorry. My, uh, <laughs> I, then he I, died. I he... Yeah, yeah. Then he died. I I, I wasn't coming off insensitive. I, I came off insensitive. My bad. But within that year, like he got signed, and within and within a year, he yeah, was he gone. Oh, so man. it wasn't. But what's crazy is so much shit came out from Pop. In that one year off of death row, like major records, but uh, because I think Snoop would be one on, on death row and Pop uh, would have uh, been two, I guess. But you can't on their roster at least, you can't deny corrupt and Daz. And I mean, they but was, were they considered number like the number two? I think Pop was number two to Snoop's one when it comes to death row roster. Yeah, I just, I just don't think, I just don't think we can. Properly put pop. I can number two. Okay, I'm, you I'm know trying, what I mean. I'm trying to answer the question. Like, um, if, yeah, like if you just go by Dr. Dre proteges, but you can't even do that because it was just different eras. There's no number twos, man. There's no number twos. This is Jimmy and Wayne who came out the third slot. Yeah. There's no one who came from the second slot. That might be a hard thing to do. It comes yeah, from number two. You can't even consider Cole. You can't consider Cole a number two because he was the first artist on the new label. 
Oh, I got one. Okay. Uh, TDE, Kendrick. Who's Jay number Cole, one? Jay, uh, J-Rock is the first artist ever signed to TD, TDE. And, okay, so. J-Rock yeah. is the one that opened up the doors, and Kendrick blew through that motherfucker. Good shit, good shit. K- hey, Kendrick, yeah. Kendrick was J-Rock's hype man at one time. Look at it. All right, we figured it out. We figured, yeah, figured it, out. it out. I'm glad we figured it out. Yeah. All right, man, slide on to the next thing. Let's talk about movies. Let's talk about television, man. Best man, the final chapter. What you thinking? Don't don't spit don't spoil it because I, I haven't finished it. it. I haven't finished it. But overall, what you thinking, man? Listen, bro. This is the type of shit. This is the type of things that I want to get into. So, and what I mean by that is they literally had the first movie, all black cast, in 99. In 99. These was like these wasn't like super known actors. They all they all kind of had they like their movie. Like they was, getting, they was getting on their run. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, all, all of them was getting just getting in their run. But and it was a, a black director, you know, a black person who created all of this shit, right? In 99. They go from 99 to 2013, which I never thought we'll get a second movie from it, but they did. Smash that shit out the park with That's everybody coming it. back. Yeah. And then now they say, you know what? Instead of doing a movie, let's tap into the streaming market. Let's do a quick eight episodes. And to me, it was phenomenal. Really? Like, I thought it was pretty good. You finished the story, though. You finished the story, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I okay. finished it. Like, okay. the ending was kind of, you, you might be, you will feel... You will feel um, Harps, like how Harper, like the shit that he go through at the end. Uh, you you're gonna feel that. There's no. That's my favorite character in the whole shit. Is Harp. I've been I've been a Harp fan from the beginning. It's no way you're not gonna feel it. You're gonna see it, and you might get pissed off. Like you go, yeah. Like when, I gotta hurry and finish it. I think I'm gonna finish it tonight. You you're gonna you're gonna feel that shit. You are gonna hit me. You are gonna be like, yo, bro. Like, nah, that was a little bit triggering, fam. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, heart, it's heart was heart. Fuck heart. Tate Diggs. Tate Diggs is my nigga, fam. <laughs> yo, anything Tate Diggs is in, I'm gonna watch. I'm in there. That's just my nigga, fam. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Tate I'm Diggs is amazing. Watch. He's yeah. amazing. The, still, from from the first one to now, his whole run. Yeah, Tay Diggs, man, you, you that dude, you that. And then how, like, how to to, to set it up for people who uh, haven't watched it? Just just the quick brief setup. They started the whole entire show off of Harp coming out to a big crowd, and you just thinking like, oh shit, well his books or something done ring off. Then it goes from there. It shows flashback to ninety nine when they did the first movie, flashback to twenty thirteen. To where uh, Terrence Howard goes, I'm getting married. Harp, I want you to be the best man. Then it fast forwards to 2015, and that's where the story starts. Mm-hmm. So it's like that in itself is cool. And then how they progress the story to 2023, all of that's cool, man. It's like, not cool. It's not. I'm not going to lie to you. No. Those first two episodes felt like I was watching movies. The way they were filmed to me, yeah. were like they were filmed like movies. And I was just like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this. The third one, I think the third one is when they put it in 2023 or 2022. Yeah. 
I was yeah. like, all right, I'm in. I'm in. All right, cool. Yeah, 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 but yeah. those first two was rough as fuck for me to watch. I was like, man. <sighs> and then the whole time with this whole story, with shows like this, I find one or two storylines that keep me engaged. Mm-hmm. I only give a fuck about Terrence Howard's story, and I only give a fuck about Harp's story. Like, the other stories, the the, um, the football player, I can think of his fucking name. Uh, uh, Morris Chestnut. I don't care about Morris Chestnut's story. Regina Hall, I just love Regina Hall, because God, yeah. who doesn't love Regina Hall? I don't care that much about her storyline. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about uh, the other female that's in there. I don't care about her storyline. She's like a mogul or something now. Oh, uh, uh, Nia Long? Nia Long. Uh, Jordan? Yeah, she's yeah. She's beautiful, but I don't Absolutely. care about the storyline. The only two storylines I'm invested in is Terrence Howard and Tay Diggs. And that's just yeah. how I do with certain TV shows. Like, it's yeah, just like well, I only care about watching this part of the show. Well, Jordan's whole storyline is like, you you know what her trajectory is. Like, even from the first movie, you knew she's going to be successful in this space. She don't yeah. really got nothing going on other than she's single. She's a workaholic. She's single because she's a workaholic. Yeah. And, and you know I mean? That plays out throughout the that's so, super and, attractive and, to me, though. That's super attractive to me. Yeah, a and, workaholic female is super attractive to me. Right, and and she she has been the mother figure for me as kids, yes, me yeah. and uh, Morris Chestnut character. I, for for the life of me, I can't remember his name in the in either. the show, but uh, I don't yeah, think Morris Chestnut is one of them either. Like stepping away from the show, I don't think Morris Chestnut is one of them. Fam. Really, Tay Diggs is one of them. Morris Chestnut yeah. is not. Terrence Howard falls in the middle. On on a pecking order of uh, on the pecking order, I, I understand. Yeah. Like, I understand. I, I Even can't tell you another Morris Chestnut movie or show I've watched in the last 10 years that I've been like, I'm, I'm in. I'm all in. Tay Diggs, I'm yeah. still watching All American. And it's the stupid shit about All American is All American is about it stars a fucking British star fam. That pisses me off. But have you have you got to where uh Morris Chestnut is now in it? He's in what All American? Yeah. Oh yeah. You ain't that far yet. Oh, you ain't in a new season. Fucking ruin it, fam. Yeah, he's gonna ruin it. Nah, no, nah, nah. Not you. Yeah, oh. He's gonna ruin the show. Nah, nah, nah. He he don't ruin it. They did a good play on uh. They did a good play on a um on uh, uh Boys in the Hood in that. In it too. Okay. I'll, I'll catch up and watch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we watch it like it's a it's a cool play. I'm not gonna tell you. I want you to when you I watch, watch it, it when it get to Netflix. I watch it when it gets to Netflix. Yeah, that yeah, might be yeah. the problem. Yeah. Any, any last words on this one though for anybody that hasn't watched it yet? Nah, man, it's a, it's it's really cool. If you want, oh, f- for sure, watch the first two of them because it's literally three. the f- the first three. Get to the third episode because the, the first two. Oh, I, I was like, talking about like watch the first movie, the oh, second okay. movie, and then go into here because if you just watch this. There's so much stuff that's like you're not gonna understand the dynamic yeah, you, of it. Yeah, yeah. So especially the first, same merch, merch, merch relationship. Yeah, merch, yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna realize what it's, merch, what it's all about. Yeah, merch and Regina Hall's relationship. You you're not gonna get it. You're not gonna you're not gonna understand it at all. But, I love it though. I love it. I love it. It's um, come up as crazy. Like yeah, <laughs> it's come up as crazy. And then he do some like like further on in the show, he gets. He get really into like his confident bag, so it's yeah, like, get his bag. Yeah, he start to figure out like, yo, fam, I gotta have a hobby for my fucking self, fam. Yes, and then you know what I mean. But he did. Yeah, he, man. Did. He, 
gave up his whole life. Like this is not really telling yeah. the story. Uh, the this, yeah. this the final chapter. He kind of gave up his, his his whole shit for his wife to to shine, which is cool. Yeah, which is cool. But you got to remember, you got to have something for yourself too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's get into this meek in Africa, fam. Meek catching them African hands, fam. Nigga, that one. <laughs> Yo, what I'm starting to realize about me, as much as I love him, he just one of them annoying niggas, fam. No, like, he's not, fam. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Nigga's yeah. not annoying, fam. Not to me, he's not. But I feel like I understand. Like he just he get on niggas' nerves, fam. Because only him, only him can go into a wild ass fucking place. Where they show you mad love and get to a fucking Donnie book, fam. Time out. Let me tell you why I think Meek got into this squabble. Meek is Meek is the definition of a black kid from the hood who made it with little to no guidance, fam. Meek is out <laughs> here doing shit. Meek is yeah. out here. He got he had Nicki Minaj, the baddest motherfucker in the world. Yeah. He got her. Every yeah. hood nigga in the world, every black man was like, yo, fam, I'll smash Nikki, fam. Like, everybody yeah. said that. Meek went and did it. Meek is just living his life without, like, home. if home's going to be his big homie, he need to step in, like, immediately, fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately. But I think Meek got into the scuffle because Meek went to the trenches, fam. Meek is the type of nigga that, I, I want to go to the hood. Yeah, I wanna he loved it. I want to go to the hood. And you when you rich. go to the hood, hood shit happens. You can't do that no more. You are rich. You are literally the face of criminal reform in America. Stop doing this shit, fam. No, fam. It's me. That's who he is. This nigga He's hanging a hood out nigga with... without the guidance, man. Yo, he, this nigga hanging out with Mark Rubin and fucking, uh, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, Robert Kraft and shit. You like, no, no. What I'm saying, that's a good thing. But what I'm saying is, nigga, you hanging out with a certain level of fucking people that you can't be going. You, you, I, even though you're from the trenches and you love the trenches and, and you should be embraced in every trench around the, the world, you got to leave, bro. No, like, you, you I think to. Meek is the perfect example of what niggas say people supposed to do. Don't forget where you're True. from. True. Inspire True. your hood. And Mick is doing exactly that in the in the rawest form of I'm from the trenches. I love the trenches. I'm gonna get back to the trenches. I'm gonna go hang with the billionaires and then come back to the trenches and be like, yo, I'm from here and look who I'm hanging with. I'm from here and look who I'm dating. I'm from but, here and look where I'm going. But you can too. Me and you both know on paper, that is amazing, right? But in reality, niggas from the trenches, like, they care about this shit, but they care too much. Because there's going to be somebody there that's going to test this nigga. They say, all right, you get soft on this nigga, so I'm going to test your ass. And shit can go left. All I'm saying is, and I've already said it, Meek needs guidance, fam. He (laughs) just needs an OG (laughs) that's been somewhere. Again, to me, Meek is the, 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 the epitome. Of someone out the hood making it, having survivor's remorse, and taking that statement of you gotta give back, you gotta give back, you gotta give back to the extreme fam. You can you can never take that away from him though. You can't, you can't he can still rap. Fuck what y'all talk about. Meek yeah, still oh rap. yeah, 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 yeah. still rap. Meek, yeah. I just wanted to get that out the way. My nigga Meek out there in Africa catching hands. You know what I mean? The baby didn't catch hands. You ain't never seen 50 catch hands out there. You ain't never seen the baby catch hands. Cause they don't go where Meek go. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, I see what's happening here. All right, nigga. All right, all right, fam. Hey, man, I got a weird question, a weird thought. Is there such thing as cover rap bands? No, but if they start one, I want to be a part of it. Why? Why can't we cover? Why can't we have a cover rap band? Because it's just weird. This is more of a local topic. This is more of a Greenville topic, uh, yeah. upstate South Carolina topic. The local, not rap, uh, the local cover bands get more play than just the independent bands, period. Like, I've seen cover bands shows where every band is there covering a, a, a hot or a dope music act, and they get off. They're always packed. They get paid to go do this. And I'm yeah. a question is out here is, um, yo, can we do this? Can we have a rap cover band? So here's here's the thing about that with R&B, R&B, rock, um, uh, other genres like that. A lot of times, a lot of times, like with, with especially like with an R&B singer, you're singing other people's songs so you can understand your range, you can understand how to sing it, like how to sing songs, you know, all that type of stuff. And then with rock, it's the same way. Okay. How he, how did he play these drums? How did he play this instrument mm-hmm. or whatever? Like it's all instrument based stuff can get away with it because it's like I'm doing this so I can get better, and then once I get better, I can start creating my own music, and it's paying homage. Like it's a it's a true pay homage form of art. As with rap, rap is so personal that. If I'm rapping Jay-Z lyrics that I never live, it's going to come off weird as hell. Okay, you so we pick better songs, Nick. Yeah, but it's still like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like comedy, where when a comedian does their joke, if somebody else goes and do that same joke, they're going to be looked at as crazy, because it's like, fam, we don't heard this joke already. Yeah, I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I know, you, I know you're fighting it. I know you're yeah. fighting it. But it's just weird. It's not weird. It's, it's everything weird. is weird until it's done, fam. Everything is weird until it's done. 100% All right? true. All right. I agree. People were I not fans of doing podcasts the way that we're doing it here today. But God damn it, it's like 80% of the market is doing it now. It was weird until it's done. And I think we should put together a rap cover band. We can talk about it at a later date, talk about it at a later time. But I feel, <laughs> like, I, I feel like we can do it. And I feel like we know enough people that we can get booked at one of these rap, I mean, one of these cover band shows, and we can do a rap band. It can't be, it can't be like hardcore rap. It can't, we can't yeah. go out there and cover Gucci, man, you know, but I feel nah, like we, we can, gonna go do it. We gotta do it. Okay, we can do it. But I, I'm just saying, like, I think, what what does it take to make a cover band? Like, what is it, a DJ, a couple mics? Yeah, well, wait, rap, yeah, rap. DJ cover mics if you want to get a band, sure, but you don't, you don't really need a band. I don't think you need a band. I don't think you need a band. No. I think you need a DJ and a couple rappers. Hell yeah. Nick, I think we own it something, fam. It ain't it ain't it ain't we it's weird till it's done. And when it's done and done right, people accept it. All I'm gonna say is when you ready to go, I'm rolling. I'm not saying I'm gonna be a part of the band. Oh no, I, no, I, want, no. I want to be a part of the band. If we if we gonna do this shit, I want to be a part of it, nigga. Hey, Les, we gonna I got talk you. about it. We gonna talk, we gonna keep this up. We gonna keep this up. We gonna keep this up. We gonna talk about it a couple of times, man. Album of the year recap, man. Yeah, What's man. your thoughts on the album of the year recap? 
Hey man, a lot of niggas talk shit just to be talking shit. That's how I, I want to start I, that there. All right. I'm calling names. Mo. Troop. <laughs> yeah, Mo. Troop. N- niggas, man. Niggas Mo, I ain't talking shit about Jermaine. That's my main issue. <laughs> niggas was saying Cole is ass. Niggas was saying uh, Nas was ass. You know what I mean? Like, it's not Nas's fault that he got. Probably arguably the greatest hip hop album ever. Like it's not his fault he did that at 17, 18. <laughs> like that's that's not his fault. It's not. Niggas talking about man, they, they were saying all types of crazy shit, nigga. And then niggas was showing their ass, man. That's they the were showing their ass, but niggas was showing their ass. I I respect everybody's opinion. Like, oh yeah, every, yeah, yeah. Everybody's opinion is valid. Like it was awesome doing that with those guys. You know what I mean? Uh, it was fun. I don't. Was fun. I don't. I don't think Mo understood my uh, my uh, my personality yet. <laughs> so, so I think I think Mo was kind of taking it back sometimes. But everybody I'm else, to we find a list. I'm trying to find a list. Our list. Do you remember the top ten list? Um, it was. I know Kendrick was one. Kendrick was one. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick was one. Shit, we we did it a while ago, so it's kind of like. It is out of my mind. Y'all go watch yeah. it. It's on, it's on it's on YouTube right now. After yeah. you watch this, it's on YouTube right now. It's actually in the playlist to show. So go and watch that. But you're right. I don't think Mo was ready for your personality. No. Um, I don't think I don't think Sensei was ready for uh for the numbers. I don't think he was ready. I don't think you I don't think Sensei was ready for the numbers, and I don't think Sensei was ready for the slander. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all niggas, not y'all, because you didn't do it. Everybody yeah. else, the way they jumped on Lupe V. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why is Lupe even on this list? Like, <laughs> fam, like, you got to relax. I don't, think, you know, I don't think he was ready for it. And what, what, what I enjoyed the most about it, this is a quick thing. What I enjoyed the most about it was the leading up to one was the greatest conversation. But once we got the one, no one had anything to say because it was like we all knew Kendrick's supposed to have that one spot. And I believe yeah. that's how the conversations are supposed to go. Like yeah. argumentative all the way up to about three, two, one. Yeah. But from four to ten, it's supposed to be great. And it's supposed exactly, to be a toss-up. Yeah. yeah. Exactly and, and, what our guys did, man. That's that's what we did, man. We shoot to try to aim to have like like good content pieces. And I feel like that's one of them. I think we should do more panels this, this upcoming year. On what? I'm not sure. But we got to do more panels our way, not yeah. the way other people do it our way. I think we put together a beautiful panel. Um, the behind the scenes of that was fun. A lot of information, a lot yeah. of data getting passed around. But then when you got on the screen, you never knew what we did behind the scenes. You just know you got good content. And I'm yeah. cool with I'm cool with doing another panel again. I'm cool with doing another recap of 2023 with those guys. Mo, <laughs> yeah. Mo, no Jermaine slander. Carter, <laughs> no Lupe yeah. slander. You know, and I think we could. I think we could do it again. Um, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up real quick with some of these new laws, man. It's a new day in America. It's a new day in our land. And I, I know I had these in a certain order, but I'm skipping to what I think is one of the greatest ones. $35 cap on insulin. I think I spilled insulin right. $35 cap on insulin. I think the motherfuckers did it the right way. We did it the right way this time around. Listen, man, as a, uh, a person whose mother been on insulin for a long time, man, like this is it's great news because Man, I know so many people on insulin that has to pay out of pocket for this, and it's just like yo, fam, you are, you, it's more damaging. You know what I mean? Like it's like they gotta worry about something that they don't have no control about. You know, like 
It's nothing you can do to stop, you know what I mean, to stop you from getting, you know, diabetes pretty much. Yeah. Right? And some people are in shape, fit. I mean, Halle Berry, she's type 2 diabetic. Most I mean, people don't even, yeah, most people don't even fucking know that. She's type 2, two diabetic. And she is in shape. She's, she's fit, Halle Berry. That's all you got to say. And she is exactly. Holly fucking Berry. Exactly. And of course, there's people that's like obese that want to be yeah. in, you know, me diabetes and stuff with diet change and working out that can change. But some people like, like I have a, um, I had a friend, uh, Robbie, uh, God bless the dead. He was a type one diabetic, most in shape person I ever knew in my life. The RTC, if you told him to do 20 pushups, he'll do 40. I mean, chisel, cut up, all that stuff, but had a, had literally had a insulin thing attached to to him that pumped insulin in him all day long. Because without it, he'd be gone. So it's like to know that it's getting to a more affordable price yeah. is amazing. They did it right. They did it right. Uh, another one that pops up that I love, man. Let me let me let me let me go around here. Uh, matter of fact, I'm just gonna go back in order. We'll go back in order, man. New minimum wages for certain areas, certain states, and things like that. Well, the, the, the problem that I had with this one, Nico, the problem that I had, I'm going to pull up my graph. I should, I wish I could have put my graph on the screen. I think next time I'm going to try to get my graph on the screen when we have things like this. The yeah. minimum wage uh, per hour going to effect in 2023. The one thing that stands out to me is the fucking South, right? Texas all the way across to South Carolina. Yeah, we are Texas, the, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia. The lowest minimum wage in the country. Yep. Comes from, from, from the South. Now there's some northern states. Utah's often in mix. Uh Wyoming's often in mix. North Dakota's often in mix. Um yep. so there is these uh DC's in that mix, uh New Hampshire's in that mix. So there's some more northern states in that mix. But like what the fuck? It, it, it just blows my mind because the next level is from nine dollars and ninety-five cent to ten dollars and eighty-five cent. That's the next level. So all of yeah. those states that we just named, the minimum wage is less than nine dollars, man. You can't live off nine dollars, man. Like it's not fucking possible. I know I'm getting a little frustrated with this shit, but it's just not fucking not. possible, man. And I've been in management the last ten years, you know, uh, in my day-to-day job. 12 years the last in, in, in my day-to-day jobs, man. And when I go to hire people, it's like, well, this is how much we can pay them. I went too bad. I went too bad. I, I left a job here not too long ago when it came about paying my employees because there's no way I can ask somebody to stay in a job. Getting a job is a different story. If you don't have a job and you getting $9 an hour, it's understandable. You got some, some money coming in. But you're only going to do that $9 until $10 come. You're only going to do that $10 until $12 come. So you're not going to be able to retain and keep a stack. And one thing that's very that's very important to me is getting someone into a seat, training that person up to this, they're comfortable enough, and keeping that person for a while. Now, I understand mm-hmm. some jobs are dead-end jobs. I get that shit. But there's some people that just want a job that pay enough, they can come in, do their eight hours, clock out and go home. They don't give a fuck about moving up the chain. They just want to make their money and go home. So, but even in those jobs, $9 a fucking hour, fam? That's insane. That's for my kid. 
My, my mm-hmm. oldest kid should get a nine dollars an hour job and be fucking happy with it. Why? Because he ain't making shit. Like he got a yeah. and daddy for every. I want to go to the football game. I want to go on a date. I want to go on a date. I want to pay for my date. I want to get popcorn. He got to ask me for that shit. He got to ask his moms for that shit. So nine dollars, cool. But to live, to live in a in even in South Carolina, to live, nigga, nine bucks an hour is fucking insane, man. Yeah, I don't understand. I think that it should be a national a national minimum wage. Now, does that hurt small businesses? Maybe, maybe. I don't want to get into that bag. I we ain't got enough time for that shit. And if we yeah. do, we bring Amanda on the screen because she got a nice take on on saving. Yes, she do. So yeah. we ain't gonna get to that bag. I know it'll kill off a lot of small businesses. But come on, man, you make it. You got California. You got Washington State. Am I missing one? California and Washington State. At minimum, you make it fifteen dollars and fifty cents. Mm-hmm. Now the price of living is higher out in California. I understand yeah. that the price of living is higher out west. The more west you go, I understand the price of shit goes up. But at least thirteen, I think thirteen is a good starting number, man. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah, twelve, thirteen dollars an hour. It should be minimum, 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 minimum fam. Yeah, because come be- on, man. Because. I went- the- Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I went to the store yesterday to buy, like, you know, finger foods and shit for, for, uh, for New Year's Eve for two people. Not for a, a fam- two people, fam. I got some chips. I got the shit to make some dip. I got a fucking eight pound of chicken wings. Don't ask why I got eight pounds. A nigga like chicken wings. Eight pounds of chicken wings. $71 at the fucking Walmart. And nothing that I bought was on brand. Nothing that I bought was on brand. And I'm buying wings, chips, dip, my nigga. Seventy-one fucking dollars. I got a couple other things in there too. I got some body wash. But still, man, if I made nine dollars an hour, that would be a large purchase. Yeah, it would take it would take me a day at work, eight yeah. hours at work to go and buy a bag of wings, some chips, mm-hmm. and some fucking dip, and some body wash, mm-hmm. and an onion. I got an onion too. But still, like, it's just, the shit is just, like, mind-fucking-blowing that we still live in a state. This is South Carolina. We still live in a fucking state where they make, le- I think, what is our minimum wage? 725? 725. Yeah. 725, fam? Seven, seven times eight is what, 56? I'm not good at math. What's seven and eight? <laughs> 56. 56. $56 a day. $56 a day, Nick? It's what the, the bare minimum a motherfucker can make in that state. And if you a waitress, you lower than that. Yeah. Man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fam. I got, I got, a, little, I got a little bit too excited. Nah, nah, you got <laughs> to, bro. Because that shit is fucking ridiculous, man. Minimum wage was literally like a, a it, it was made so you can have a place to live, vehicle to drive, to get to and from work, get food. You know what I mean? All your necessities. Like your necessities. Minimum. All your necessities. No, nothing extra. And then it got to seven twenty five. I remember it going from uh, like five twenty five to seven twenty five. And then you would think it would have just kept gradually growing throughout gradually, the years, yeah. but it's been so long without nothing. So now it's it has to become a drastic change. And people are freaking the fuck out about it. But it's like, fam, it's literally it whether it gradually changed or or do it all at one time, it was going to get to this point anyway. So 
corporations and businesses don't need it. They making more money. They making more money now that the pandemic is gone, or we still kind of in it. But they making so much money now with all this markups. Paying somebody thirteen dollars an hour for just minimum wage, it's not going to hurt be a them. Problem. It's not, not going to hurt them at all. I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, Spectrum. I think over there the minimum you can make is like twenty bucks. I think now, I think, I think the yeah. lowest the lowest paid job is twenty bucks. But that he got a fucking monopoly on cable, in, in right. South in the South anyway. Fucking way, man. Right. Well, listen, man. Let, let's talk about something else, man. Before I blow a fucking gasket, you know, I've been worrying about my fucking blood pressure and shit. So let's, let's move on <laughs> to something else. Transparency law, man. Transparency law is opening up. How many states are the transparency law? California, Washington, Oregon, and New York now have to give the wage information for job openings again this is why this is important to me i've been in management motherfuckers are getting that interview and i'm not i'm I'm saying this since i've been in management i push for things that i feel like should be there as a person outside of management and one of those things is telling a motherfucker how much they are going to make before they apply for a job okay that's very important because the thing is you will see a job you be like, I mark, I check off all the boxes. This is a great company to work for. You, if, if you are already working, you then have to take time off to go into this interview. And, you, and most jobs take about, on minimum, two to three interviews to get you into a door. A good paying job anyway, right? Can you imagine going through three fucking interviews, taking three days off work, three periods of time off work from your, your job to go, and you get in that final interview and they say some shit like, oh, you're only going to make 12 50 Yeah, that's that crazy. Shit, that shit is demoralizing. That shit, that shit is, it, it, it's, it's fucking pathetic, man, if you ask me. So I wish we had this, again, this should be another nationwide law. It, it should be a federal fucking law. The job should tell you out the gate, this is the pay range. Mm-hmm. And let you make your decision. What it, what it does from a corporate standpoint, looking out, what it does is get you all type of candidates. And then you can make a decision from that point. Because, yes, we have pay scales and pay ranges, but I've known in, in, my, in my last 10 to 12 years, I paid motherfuckers way more. I've went to back. I, I'm not going to say who it is. I've went to back in one particular position where I wanted to hire somebody who needed a job that I knew personally. I knew they could do the job. I knew that they had the qualifications way beyond what the fuck I needed for this particular job. And I went to back for them and got them the most money I could possibly get them. So I, I, I get not putting the the, the the amount down on the job posting because it's like, hey, let's get them as many people in as we can possibly get. And we'll figure out the money later. But for, for those jobs, it's like, you know you ain't going to go over $12? Tell them it's $12 so they don't waste their fucking time. Yeah. All right. So you got anything to say on that one? I'm sorry, man. I'm kind of nah. taking over right now. No, 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 no. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm getting in my bag. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. Weed. Weed is legal. Weed is legal in more states. Still ain't legal in the South. Uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia. I can't just drive down the street and smoke weed, but it is getting legal in other places, man. Uh, new states this time. I can't fucking remember. Do you know what states got legalized on today? Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I, yeah, I, I, I don't remember which ones are the new ones. But I will say this: we're over fifty percent now in the United States. Not recreational, but just weed in the state. We over more than fifty percent. What's crazy to me about the south and weed is one we're gonna be the last state to legalize it. I, i've been saying this from the jump 
we're going to be the last state because it's just old people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They've been told we in the Bible Belt, so they've been told weed is the devil's lettuce for so fucking long that they don't understand. They don't understand, like, there's so many perks from smoking weed. And, and, And if you legalize it, crime rate does this. There's been so many, there's been so many cases all around the world. They legalize weed, and then the crime rate goes down tremendously. And the, the tax for it goes up. They make money off of it. And the money that is brought into your establishment, your government goes up, up, up. So crime goes down, money goes up, niggas become happy all across the board. But they just want to fight it because it goes against their morals and principles that they was taught um, since they was a kid. Fam, fam, fam. South Carolina politics, man. That could be a whole show. That can be a whole show. More good news, man. Rappers out of L.A., rappers out in California. Rappers can rap again. You cannot use their lyrics against them in the court of law. Can we get a clap for that, Nico? Can we get a oh, clap for that? Oh, yeah. California oh, oh. did that right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, good job to the great state of California. What's crazy is I feel like you shouldn't have been able to use it in the first place. Would you? You know what I mean? Like, because art is art. Music is music. Like, we it's already been a fight to just get an advisory sticker on it. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, so it's like that should have been in that whole entire in that whole entire argument. Listen, when I what I say on record, it can be embellishments. It can be whatever the fuck I want to. I'm telling a fucking story, man. Yeah. Like so. So it should never ever be. It should never be held against you anyway. The last thing that we have here, Illinois cancels cash bonds. I'm with the I'm with the counseling cash bonds. I'm with no cash bonds because you can literally sit in jail because you your you or your family do, doesn't have the means to get yeah. you out. And if you're the breadwinner, the economy of your family can fucking fail because you ran a stop sign or because yeah. you had some weed. Yeah, simple shit. Now I'm not talking about like murder one i'm talking about unpaid traffic tickets i'm talking about simple possessions i'm yeah. talking about little itty bitty shit that you you're not gonna run on a simple possession you're not gonna run on a on a, on a, on a petty larceny uh shoplifting you're not gonna run on these type of fucking cases man you, you're just not like why yeah so i feel like you shouldn't have like man and this this is this is years this is years ago i can't speak to present day but I know years ago in Greenville County, they had uh, you only seen the judge three times a day. And I don't think you saw that motherfucker on Sunday or holidays. So you literally just sat in fucking jail. You yeah. literally, so you go to jail. Let's say you let's say you go to jail five o'clock, six o'clock on a Friday night. You're not going to see that judge. That's if the judge comes in on Saturday morning. You see him Saturday morning. He then sets your bond to some astronomical amount. Then you got to wait for your phone call to then tell your family, I need 10% of this astronomical amount. And then you go to a Bell's bomb and, and then you got to pay them that 10%. And you're still not getting home until probably Saturday late night or Sunday fucking morning. That's how cash bond works in, in, in the Greenville County 
Shit, Spartanburg too. I can speak Spartanburg too. <laughs> I can't speak to Spartanburg too. You gonna sit there for a while? Now, I do have a family member that works in a bells in a bell bombing uh, uh, industry. I don't know what that'll do for his job, but at the same time, I'm happy about this failing noise. All of the all of these laws that we've talked about: minimum wage, transparency, marijuana, wrong rappers can rap. Insulin is everywhere. And cash bond, I think we need in South Carolina. But like I said, we can talk for hours about what changes we need in South Carolina and how we can make those changes until we blow in the fucking face. Yeah, man. It's simple as that, man. But, man, we're coming up on that hour mark. We're coming up on that hour mark. So let's go ahead and close this thing out, Smoke. Let's close this thing out. Hey, man. Thanks for everybody that watched. Make sure you Mm -hmm. like, subscribe, share. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Just as long as you enjoy the content, we'll keep providing it. Mm-hmm. And- um, my last words. Listen, man. It's a new year. I know some people are new year, new me. Some people consider the new year on their birthday because technically that's a new year for you. Some people don't even give a flying fuck about the new year. But what I will say is, it comes a point in your life where you have to start new. Well, you have to take a step back and say, what can I do to change? If that day is the day for you, if that day is the first of the year for you, good luck. Um, I'm making some changes myself, professionally um, and personally in my personal life. Uh, I know that I'm not going to be able to check off every box, so don't don't feel like you have to. And um, I learned something the other day, just yesterday. Um, you can call the police with 911. But if you're suicidal and you need help, you can dial 988. So make sure you remember 988 at any point this year. If you start to feel that way and you don't have the family and friends around you that you need, or you just don't feel comfortable with going to them people, 988 is the number that you can call and someone that is professionally trained will help you out. I hate to sound so slumber about it, but listen, I know it's a new year. It's a new day. And some people, this new year means... You know, so many wonderful things for them. Um, somebody could personally myself, I've been in my job a year now, my new position a year now. So it's time to start talking about money. So that's a positive thing for me. But it's some people mm-hmm. that uh that it's just another day and they're still down in the trenches, they're still down in their life, they're still down in what's going on with them just because a ball dropped and some fireworks went off, shit doesn't change for them. And for those people, please understand that you have to get a community around you. If it's family, if it's friends, if it's folks on the internet, if it's if it's us, you know, in the, in the comments, in the DMs, look, man, stay together, keep your mind together. There's help for you. There's help for us all, and that's all I got. Anything else, Nico? That was, for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was a good message, man. Nah, I man, you. I appreciate you. Hey, man, I seconded it. Yeah, my DMs is always open, man. You need anybody? For sure. It'll, and DMs also open for uh um have you heard? Uh <laughs> the smoke Carolina playlist. DMs open yep. for that. Need a music interviews. Video. Interviews. Uh yep. you do a little bit of everything, so check that link in the bio. But uh, lastly, I'm Ali. I'm Smoke. And this is the Ali and Smoke Show episode two. Thank you, family, for hanging out. We'll see you guys next week.